Hey everyone and welcome back to another Labyrinth of Evil episode. Today we're going to cover pages 317 to 319, chapter 47. Now it's very easy to get caught up in the excitement of the throne room scene in Revenge of the Sith. At least you know it is for me. Even now after all these years and numerous repeat viewings later, it's still pretty sick. You got Anakin the Skywalker at his prime facing off against the Sith Lord, who reminds you very much of Dracula. So with that said, when I take a step back and examine the circumstances with a bit of distance, considering what Dooku and General Grievous have pulled off, it's all quite astonishing. They're not just bombing Coruscant from orbit with their Separatist fleet, they actually have the Supreme Chancellor of the Republic as their hostage. Meaning Grievous and his forces went down to the Republic's capital and fought their way through the security, which includes Jedi, of course snapped up the Chancellor and took him on his ship. Now the sheer tenacity of that aside, which you guys saw in the previous video of how Grievous captured Palpatine, it wasn't really all accomplished without a few obstacles in the way, for Grievous at least. Now you're gonna hear all of this when I read the excerpt from James Luceno's Labyrinth of Evil, which will see the Cyborg General and his elite droids face off against Kit Fisto and Mace Windu acting as Palpatine's protectors. This is something I really wish we would have seen in the film because Mace fighting Grievous would have been really sweet. In the middle of the car, Palpatine stood at the center of the cordon the Red Guards had formed around him, and at a fixed pane window they had deliberately shattered, Shakti and Stas Ali were gazing towards the rear of the train. Those fighters could easily have derailed us with a torpedo, Shakti said as Mace and Kid approached. Mace leaned partway out of the window, eyes searching the canyon. And battle droids don't just drop from the sky. There's a third craft. Kit's bulging black eyes indicated Palpatine. They want to take him alive. The words had scarcely left his mouth when something hit the train with sufficient force to whip everyone from one side of the car to the other, then back again. The Red Guards were just regaining their balance when the roof began to resound with the cadence of heavy, clanging footfalls, advancing from the rear of the train. Grievous, Mace grumbled. Kit glanced at him. Here we go again. Hurrying into the vestibule between the two lead cars, they launched themselves to the roof. Three cars distant March General Grievous and two of his elite droids, their capes snapping behind them in the wind. Pulse-tipped batons angled across their barrel chests. Farther back, clamped by animal-like claws to the roof of the train, was the gunboat from which the frightful trio had been released. Without pausing, Grievous drew two lightsabers from inside his billowing cloak. By the time they were ignited, Mace was already on and all over the cyborg, batting away at the two blades, swinging low at Grievous's artificial legs, thrusting at his skeletal face. The lightsabers thrummed and hissed, meeting one another in bursts of dazzling light. In a corner of Mace's mind, he wondered to which Jedi Grievous's blades had belonged. Just as the Force was keeping Mace from being blown from the mag-level's roof, magnetism of some sort was keeping the general fastened in place. For the cyborg, though, the coherence hindered as much as it helped, whereas Mace never remained in one place for very long. Again and again, the three blades joined, in snarling attacks and parries. Grievous was well-trained in the Jedi arts, Mace could recognize the hand of Dooku in the general's training and technique. His strikes were as forceful as any mace had ever had to counter, and his speed was astonishing. But he didn't know Vapod, the technique of dark flirtation in which Mace excelled. To the rear of the car, where Grievous's pair of Magna Guards had made the mistake of putting themselves against Kit Fisto, the Nautilin's blades was a cyclone of blazing blue light, resistant to the energy outpourings of a lightsaber. The Frick alloy staffs were potent weapons, but like any weapon, they needed to find their target, and Kit simply wasn't allowing that. In moves a Twi'lek dancer might envy, he spun around the guards, claiming a limb from both with each rotation. Left legs, right arms, right legs. The speed of the train saw to the rest, 
ultimately whisking the droids into the canyon like insects blown from the windscreen of a speeder bike. The loss of his confederates was noted by whatever computers were slave to Grievous's organic brain, but the loss neither distracted nor slowed him. His sole setting was attack. Successful at analyzing Mace's lightsaber style, those same computers suggested that Grievous alter his stance and posture, along with the angle of his parries and thrusts. The result wasn't Vapod, but it was close enough, and Mace wasn't interested in prolonging the contest any longer than necessary. Crouching low, he angled the blade downward and slashed, guiding it through the roof of the car, perpendicular to Grievous's stalwart advance. Mace saw by the surprised look in the cyborg's reptilian eyes that for all his strength, dexterity, and resolve, the living part of him wasn't always in perfect sync with his alloy servos. Clearly, Grievous, one-time courageous commander of sentient troops, realized what Mace had done and wanted to sidestep, where General Grievous, current commander of droids and other war machines, wanted nothing more than to impale Mace with lunging thrusts of the paired blades. Slipping into the gap made by Mace's saber, Grievous's left talon lost magnetic purchase on the roof, and the general faltered. Mace came out of his crouch, prepared to drive his sword into Grievous's guts. But some last instant firing of the general's cyber synapses compelled the cyborg's torso through a swift half-twist that would have sent Mace's head hurtling into the canyon had the maneuver prevailed. Instead, Mace leapt backwards, out of the range of the slicing blades, and force-pushed outward just at the instant of Grievous's single misstep. Off the side of the car, the general went twisting and turning as he fell, Mace trying to track the general's contorted plunge, but unsuccessfully. Now, don't worry guys, this won't be the only time that Grievous will come across Jedi you know, on his hunt for Palpatine, of course, which I covered in the other video that I made. What did you think of the enhancements? Depending on how you see it, the Sith did this to Grievous's mind. I mean, it was flawed, but within the mere seconds of analyzing Mace's fighting technique, he was able to kind of master a combat style that is perhaps closest to a non-Force-sensitive version of a pod. Pretty good. It's interesting how Grievous has been built to have such technological substitutes for Jedi ability much like the Mandalorians do with their armor and weaponry. So, the computers merged with General Grievous's organic brain must use some kind of probability programming to act as his technological hack to the Jedi's innate precognitive abilities. His fully cybernetic body, of course, makes him faster and more dexterous than the majority of Jedi. The magnetism, as Mace noted, was Grievous's answer to using the Force to remain steady. He is indeed the perfect Jedi killer. It was just his bad luck what happened to him when he came across Obi-Wan Kenobi. And of course, had he fought longer with Mace and not on a train, he would have lost as well. However, who do you think would have better odds, Mace Windu or Obi-Wan against Grievous? It was Mace who did vouch for Obi-Wan to go fight Grievous in the novel, when he tells Obi-Wan to not be worried and that he is a master of Sorsu which is the master of defense. Now, I know that they'll probably win in most scenarios, both of them against Grievous, but is Grievous better against offensive duelists or defensive duelists like Kenobi? Anyways, like I said, make sure you watch the other video that I made regarding how Grievous killed those several Jedi as he captured Palpatine. Hope you all have a great day, and I'll see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always. Now, fulfill.